glad that you're here. Let's all stand and take our hymnal and open up to number 596, Victory in Jesus. Number 596. Let's all stand and as we sing together, Victory in Jesus.
Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Lord, I just pray that you bless the ministries, bless the singing, bless the congregation. Lord, I love you very much. Bless today, bless everything that's going on. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Take your hymnal now, if you would, uh, while you remain standing. Uh, when we all get to heaven, number 429, amen? Number 429. Boy, I'm looking forward to that day, aren't you? When we all get to heaven, amen. I can't wait. It's good to see you. I'm glad to see you here, but I can't wait to see you up there. Sing the wondrous love of Jesus. Sing his mercy and his grace in the mansion, bright and blessed. He'll prepare for us a place when we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus. We'll sing and shout the victory. I'm not going to just go, hee hee, boy, it's good to be here. Man, I'm going to be shouting, amen. Now we're going to shout the victory. All right. On the second verse. While we walk the pilgrim pathway, clouds will overspread the sky. But when traveling days are over, not a shadow, not a sigh. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout the victory on the fourth now. Onward to the prize.
An excellent job, choir. How do we? How can we get depend on him to it all? By having Jesus as our Savior. So let's sing "Jesus Saves." Number three hundred and twenty-five. Three twenty-five. Jesus saves. And if you'll stand with me, I'd appreciate it. You may be seated. Welcome to Central Park Baptist Church this morning. We're awful glad that you're here. Pray for Brother Yule. He's out on a trip right now. He'll be back next week. So pray for him as he travels. Uh, we'll, we miss him. Nobody can lead our songs like Brother Yule can. Amen. I just love the way that he does it. And his, the, he makes it feel like a part of the family, doesn't he? And it's just so exciting. So please pray for him as he's traveling. It's good to see everyone here this morning. If you're a first-time visitor here at Central Park Baptist Church and you did not receive a visitor card, if you slip up your hand right now, our ushers are going to come and give you a visitor card. We're going to ask that you fill that visitor card out. And then after the service, out in the foyer, there's a table out there. And behind the table, it says, welcome. I'll be standing behind that table or that desk. And if you'll bring me your visitor card filled out, I'll exchange it for a gift bag. We're awful glad that you came. We're good to see our own people here. Some of our folks are back that have been sick. Some are still sick. And uh, others are still recovering. And so we're glad that you're here. That's what this time of year is all about, isn't it? All the colds and the flus and the weather changing. I mean, it was 71 degrees at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. And by Friday night, it was 30. So uh, it does change here rapidly. Amen. Yeah. And so we're glad that you're here. Pastor, you come. Amen. Well, are, are y'all, you, you are glad to be here. Say amen. amen. Well, I appreciate Brother Marco stepping in and leading the singing. Amen. I'm, I know, right? <laughs> I'm, I appreciate him leading the singing. Amen. Amen. I, I do. And But pray for Brother, uh, as he said, pray for Brother Shelton. He's out uh, this week for work, so keep him in your prayers. And again, Pray for those that uh, uh, that are sick. We some that gets they get well, they come, and then we have another group that gets sick and they're out. So, uh, and and summer is coming this uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. It's going to be 80 degrees. Praise the Lord. 
I'm telling you, I think anything around 80, it's, it's of God. <laughs> anything below 75, I'm not so sure about, amen. So, uh, but I'm, I am ready. I'm ready for the, the summer to be here. And uh, I know that some of our folks have been sick as well. So please keep them in your prayers. Let me encourage you to be back uh, this afternoon at uh, 2 o'clock for our afternoon worship. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the Passover. And uh, we're going to get started. It is amazing uh, the, uh, the symbolism in the Passover uh, uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ and the cross. So I want to encourage you to be back this afternoon. We're going to get started on that and uh, as we go through the life of Moses. So please be back and uh, be in your place. Well, you ready to have a good offering? Say amen. amen. Now that was like a mediocre offering, okay? <laughs> if you're ready to have a good offering, say amen. All right, that, 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 that might work. You're in between mediocre and a good, you know, and good. As long as we're not, you know, lukewarm, we're okay. Amen. Amen. So let's have a good offering today, and uh, may the Lord bless you as you give. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord, for our folks that are here. God, we have several again today that are out because of uh, sickness, and I pray for them, Lord, that you'd please uh, be with them, Lord. I pray, God, that... Uh, uh, Lord, that you'd raise them up physically and help them, Lord. I know that stuff's been going around, and, and uh, so, Lord, help us, and I pray, God, that you'd uh, bless them. But, Lord, we who are here today, I pray, God, for a special anointing of the Spirit of God in our worship today, Lord, that you'd please be with us, Lord, and help us to receive what you have for us. And, God, I pray that you'd bless this offering, Lord. Thank you for our people, God, who uh, are, are consistent, Lord, and who are of a cheerful heart who give their tithes and offerings. I pray your blessings upon our people, Lord, and, and God will give you praise. Bless offering, bless the gift and the giver, and we give you praise for it all because it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you have an offering, you please come. <laughs> to the day that the Lord calls us up to heaven when we all get there. I'm looking forward to the marriage supper of the Lamb. I don't Amen. know about you. Right. And so let's sing tonight today about come and dine. Amen. Amen. Yeah. The marriage supper of the Lamb. Right. Amen. Amen. Come and dine. Let's all stand together. Number 291. Number 291. 291. Come and dine.
come and dine, the master calleth, come and dine. You may feast at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude turned the water into wine. To the hungry calleth now, come and dine. On the second, disciples came to the land, thus obeying Christ's command. For the master calleth, come and dine. calleth, come and dine. You may feast at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude turned the water into wine. To the hungry calleth now, come and dine. And the third verse now, soon the Lamb will take his bride to be ever at his side. All the hosts of heaven will his temple be. All the saints in spotless white, and with Jesus they will feast eternally. Come and dine, the master calleth, come and dine. You may feast at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude turned the water into wine. To the hungry come now, come and dine. Amen. And the only way we can do that is if we go to Calvary first. Amen. So let's sing at Calvary number 587. Amen. See, Brother Yule's been teaching me something, hasn't he? Right. He's got to connect them all somehow. Amen. All the children uh, 12 and under are dismissed to junior church. Amen. You're dismissed right now to junior church. We'll just let them a chance in there. All right. On the first, are you ready? Years I spent in vanity and pride. was free, pardon there was multiplied to me, there my burden soul found liberty, at Calvary, we're free, amen, on the second, by God's word at last my sin I learned, then I trembled at the law I spurned, till my guilty soul
That's a good song, amen, amen. I appreciate all of our folks that sing. God's good to us and giving us some good talent, amen, amen. First, or excuse me, Second Kings, <clears throat> chapter eight. Second Kings, chapter eight. We're going to start reading in verse one. You know, we've come a long way since we started in Second Kings four uh, with the Shunammite woman. Man, she has really been through it, amen. Uh, we've seen uh, about her perception. She's been. We saw that she's spiritually perceptive. 
But we also saw in her that she had prevailing faith, amen, and, <clears throat> and trusting God. But we also saw that she was persistent in her effort, very persistent. We're going to see, continue to see this. Uh, we also saw that uh, there was a proclamation that was announced. There was a problem that was stated because of the famine that was coming uh, to the land for seven years, <clears throat> which came into the prediction of what was going on. But then we saw last week the beginning of her performance. She obeyed God and went and did as the man of God had said. So, so here we are. <clears throat> she is in, in 2 Kings chapter 8. And uh, uh, so she's about to go down, but she's going to come out of the land of Palestine at the end of seven years. You remember, we talked about how she had that calendar, amen, and she was marking off the days. Listen, we ought to be marking off the days to, to when the Lord Jesus Christ comes and takes us out of here. Amen. Listen, we ought to live today like he's coming tonight. Amen. We ought to be ready. So as we look in chapter 8 and verse 1, it says, Then spake Elisha unto the woman whose son he had restored to life, saying, Arise, and go thou and thy household, and sojourn wheresoever thou canst sojourn. For the Lord hath uh, called uh, for a famine, and it shall also come upon the land seven years. And the woman arose and did after the saying of the man of God, and she went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistines <clears throat> seven years. And it came to pass uh, at the seven years' end. You see, listen, uh, th it all comes to an end eventually, amen. This whole thing right here, it's all coming to an end. And I say praise the Lord for that. But it, it came to pass at the seven years' end that the, two, uh, that the woman uh, returned out of the land of the Philistines, and she went forth to cry unto the king for her house and her land. And the king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me, I pray thee, all the great things that Elisha hath done. And it came to pass, as he was telling the king how he had restored a dead body to life, that, behold, the woman whose son he had restored to life cried to the king for her house and her land. And Gehazi said, My lord, O king, this is the woman, and this is her son, whom Elisha restored to life. Uh, and when the king asked the woman, she told him. So the king appointed unto her a certain officer, saying, Restore all that was hers and all the fruits of the field since the day that she left the land, even until now. And Father, I pray that, God, that you would add your uh, blessing to the reading of your word. Help me, Lord, this morning. Uh, God, to stay strong in voice and, God, fill with the Spirit of God as we come to the conclusion of of this, uh, the, the, the story of this Shunammite woman, I pray, God, that you'd help me to bring it out in such a way that it will, uh, Lord, help us in, uh, to live for you, God, to challenge us to be obedient to you, Lord. And, and God, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. If you look back there to verse 3, you'll notice that it said, and it came to pass at the uh, at the seven years' end, the woman uh, uh, returned out of the land of the Philistines. And you remember, she's traveled some 20 miles probably down to the land of the Philistines. And, and so when the, the, the seven year uh, is over and, and she packs everything up and, and uh, her household packs their things, whatever they had, and they, uh, they make uh, to start the long trip back home uh, out of the Philistine territory. Now, it takes a while to go 20 miles. You don't just do that in just, uh, you know, a few hours. Some of our men who don't have a lot of sense, they went camping yesterday when it was cold. 
<laughs> uh oh, and, and and they they backpack, you know, and uh, you know I would have went, but I've been sick. <laughs> Amen. And they kind of said the same thing, you know, uh, but they had a great time. But they backpacked. I don't know, somewhere around five miles or so, brother Jeff. Is that right? Huh? One way, and it took them how many hours? About four hours to to do that to five miles. So you can imagine how long it takes this this woman and her household to travel 20 miles. It, I doubt very seriously that they did it in a day. I think they probably, it took them a couple of days to travel this period. But she, she gets her household and, 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 and she heads back home. I don't think she had a lot. Maybe what they took with them, perhaps, you know, only what they were able to carry. But during the seven years that she's gone from home, remember her house and her land or property, they've all gone back to the king by way of taxes or even perhaps a foreclosure. And, and she knows that her land is not going to belong to her when she gets back. And now she's, uh, as she's coming back, she understands, listen, she's destitute. She's probably homeless. Uh, but her faith is intact. Are y'all still with me? Say amen. Her faith is intact, and, and she's held on to the promises of God. And, and, and so she, she goes, and, and I want you to stay with me here. She, the Bible says that she goes back to the king. It says that it came to pass in verse 3 uh, that the woman returned out of the land of the Philistines, and she went forth to cry unto the king. Now, I'm telling you, she's headed one place. She's had, she knows she doesn't have a, a land. She knows she doesn't have a house. So she goes to the one place that she knows that can restore her and, and or restore the land and her property back to her. I can see her as she approaches. Listen, she's coming to this grand palace. And and, and I would imagine that the doors, if you've seen some of the, uh, the ancient ruins, listen, these palaces were a grand type thing. It wasn't something that was small. Listen, these guys, made it up and they made it big and they were flamboyant about it they wanted to know people to know that they were in charge and so I can see this Shunammite woman as she comes and and she comes to those grand doors of the palace and and, and when she uh, she approaches these doors I think they're tall they're probably wide and and this little lady goes up to the doors and and and, and she begins to brother Marco why don't you come and and, and go ahead and, where's Malachi come here Malachi and and remember, she's made a two-day trek, okay? And so here's the king. He's uh, He is seated on his throne. Here, let me, don't, you don't want to sit on your stuff. You know, you've got to be on the throne. Amen. And and, and, and now, we're, now I want you to pay attention here. She goes and, and she's headed back, two days travel time. Uh, the king is sitting there, and 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 you remember he calls for Gehazi. If you read here, you'll notice that uh, we already know that she's persistent, but she calls for Gehazi. Now we're going to get to that in just a minute. She's persistent, and 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 in just a few minutes. By the way, I want you to understand. Look in Matthew chapter seven. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Y'all stay right there. Matthew chapter seven and verse seven. 
The Bible tells us as God's children. He said in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. First Peter chapter 5 and verse 7, it says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16, it says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Listen, God teaches us that we can come to the King of kings and we can call on His holy name and that He will hear us when we call on Him and we can all say, Amen. Listen, I want you to understand today, this woman, she has traveled uh, some 20 miles, a couple of days and and she comes to this uh, this palace to and she comes to have audience with the king but listen but while she's there something before she gets there something is already happening something but even before she has arrived even before she starts knocking uh, at the door she has no idea what's going on she is there for a purpose and she's there to get her stuff back but notice verse 4 it says and the king talked with Gehazi Now, folks, listen, the first thing I want to ask myself here is, why is this king wanting to talk to a leper? Think about it. I don't think he's been cleansed. I think he's got a leper. In fact, they, uh, there's a, if you go to a portion in Scripture where the, uh, the Bible, I think it's Sennacherib, where they, they think that the people that are, are at the gate, and that, this is, that it's uh, Gehazi and three of his sons. Now, I, I, don't, I can't prove that. Uh, but they think that it, that's that because if you remember, because of Gehazi's uh, greediness and, and going back to Naaman, uh, Elijah said, listen, you're going to be a leper in your generations after you forever. So here's, here's the king. He's, he, he calls Gehazi. And, and by the way, you understand that according to Levitical law, uh, a leper is to walk, if he sees somebody, he's supposed to walk on the opposite side of the street. He's supposed to cover his face, and he's supposed to cry out, unclean. So I go back. Why is the king wanting to talk to a leper? Well, I can't answer that. All I know is that he's talking to him according to Scripture. And here's Gehazi. He's, he comes into audience with the king. And I don't know. I don't think he probably got too close. You know, I think maybe he's somewhere like this. And, and, and the, the king is sitting off up here and he, and because he's called for Gehazi. And he says, Gehazi, listen, I've heard about this Elisha guy. You know, I've been hearing a lot of talk about him. Listen, I'm telling you, if you... If you do for God, and if you live for God, and you try to do the right thing, I promise you, word's going to get around. If you try to do the right thing, and if you try to be obedient to God, listen, I'm telling you, there's going to be people that's going to start talking about you, and, and, and a lot of times it's not going to be very positive. Oh, you don't want to get around with them. Man, they're a bunch of, that guy's a killjoy. Can't have any fun around him. He don't like for you to cuss, drink, you know, and do all that stuff. And, and don't, don't get it. He'll, he'll even talk to you about going to church. Don't get around that guy. Well, here's the king. He hears about Elisha. He hears about all the things that he's done. And somehow he remembers Gehazi. I don't know how he got, I don't know how he knew about him. But at some point he knew that Gehazi uh, used to be a servant of Elisha. So the king calls for Gehazi, and he said, listen, I want you to come. And he said, I want you to tell me about everything 
that, Gehe- that Elisha was doing, Gehazi, I, I know you were his servant. You know, don't get too close. I can tell you, you're sick. You know, fist bump, elbow, mask. Uh, not too close, Gehazi. I know you got leprosy. But I want you to tell me about Elisha. So Elisha says, well, I'll tell you what, man, the, uh, let me tell you, there's one story that really sticks out in my mind, King. I, I want you, that, that, that there's a Shunammite woman, she was, uh, didn't have a child, and, 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 you know, and Elisha promised her that she would have a, a son at the appointed time, and, and man, sure enough, nine months down the road, she had a son, well, he was about three or four years old, and he, or so, and a little older, and he, and he wound up having a heat stroke, and he's telling this, and he's, while he's telling this, he starts well, this King Wayman, I'm trying to tell you something. I want to tell you about this uh, Elijah. He's and then while he's telling them, there's a banging on the door. You follow me? There's a banging on the door. Guess who it is? It's the Shunammite woman. Listen, you know what's happening. He's going, Elijah's going, listen, I'm telling this Shunammite woman, and, 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 and God gave her a son, and he died. Elisha brought her back to life. She'd been down in the, wait a minute. There she is. That's her. Uh, King, that is the woman. That's the Shunammite woman. That's the one that I'm telling you about. God raised her son from the dead. That is her. Listen, it's all right there in Scripture. All you got to do is read it. But I want you to understand something, that this is about the providence of Almighty God. She's traveled two days, two days, and she just so happened to show up at the exact time. I mean, what are the odds of that happening? Are you still with me? Say amen. And she's out here banging on the door. You know, king, hey, king. We talked about her. She's persistent. You ever met somebody that was persistent? You know, especially our kids and our grandkids, when you get to the checkout counter and there's candy and stuff, listen, it's a strategic plant. Can I have some gum? Can I have a piece of candy? Persistency. And you know what we do? Okay, just one. Here's the Shunammite woman. She's out here banging on the door. I'm talking the Gehazi's talking to the king and 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 he sends the officer of the court over to open the door and and listen, all she's after is her property and her land. But listen, she's out here. She's traveled two days. Y'all can go sit down. Thank you. But listen, it's all happened by chance, right? Come on, are y'all still with me? Absolutely not. Isn't it amazing that on the very day uh, that Gehazi is, is up here talking to the king uh, and, 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 and trying to tell him about Elisha, that this woman is knocking on the door at the exact same time? Listen, I want you to understand something. That is the providence of Almighty God. God has placed in the heart of this king to call for Gehazi. God has placed in the heart of this king to ask him and to, uh, to tell him about the great things that look on. It's in there in verse 4. Tell him about the great things Elijah hath done. Listen, are we not supposed to lift our voices and tell what great things God has done for me and you? Amen. Listen, many spend a lot of time murmuring. We get like the Israelites. Amen. 
I mean, the Israelites are out there in the desert, and it seems like all they do is complain. My question is, listen, what does God have to do to prove himself to those people? Look in verse 5. It says, And it came to pass at the seven years' end that the woman returned out of the land of the Philistines, and she went forth to cry unto the king for her house and her land. Now, it's amazing again to me, but it just shows just how awesome God is that, that, that at the very same time, and by the way, it is no coincidence that this is happening whatsoever. Listen, it's no happenstance that, uh, that, that, uh, that Gehazi is there. Gehazi, one, has no business being there because he's a leper. But he's there, um, and he's telling them about Elisha. <clears throat> Listen, I'm telling you, this is the providence of Almighty God. And by the way, there's no such thing as, as happenstance or, or, you know, no such thing as when we say, well, good, good luck. That, listen, if you're a child of God, there's no such thing as luck for you. Listen, the Bible says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered up by God. God's got a path for you, and he has ordered up your steps. Uh, it's no accident. So here's uh, Gehazi. By, and by the way, when I asked what are the odds, I, I just wrote there's no such thing as odds when it comes to, to the things of God. God is in absolute and complete control. Um, but you understand, here's Gehazi, a leper, talking to a king. You know, when I thought about that, I thought, you, you realize that, listen, that sin made you and I spiritual lepers? Yeah, we've been cast out, we've been pushed away, we have been made unclean by sin. But thank God today uh, that, you, that a lost person, no matter who they are, what they have done, no matter how far they have gotten away from God, listen, I want you to understand that God said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. He said, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Listen, sin today has made people a leper. Uh, sin has made them a, a bond slave today, but I'm thankful today that we can still have audience to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and, and if they're lost, they can come and get all cleaned up. Right. Amen. Uh, this Gehazi, he comes, and, and he's talking to this, this king, and, 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 he, and he's telling him about Elisha. And, uh, listen, in, in all the time, the, the Shunammite woman is out here banging on the door. You know, I've had people tell me before that, you know, preacher, you make too much uh, about this God thing. Can I tell you, you can't make too much about God. You know, we make a lot about our, uh, about our sports teams or whatever it is, our hobby. We'll talk about that stuff all day, every day. We'll talk about, you know, one of the main things we talk about today to start a conversation is the weather. We'll talk about the weather drop of a hat. We'd stand in line at, a, uh, at the grocery store at a complete stranger, and we'll start talking to him about the weather. Hey, man, you liking this weather? I hate it. And next thing you know, we're talking. Well, why can't we do the same thing about the King of kings and Lord of lords? Why, why can't we lift up the name of Jesus Christ, the one that has done everything for us? I think this woman, she's doing exactly that. Now, you can't make too much for God and... And I think far too many times, though, that, that people have taken him off the throne and made him their friend, or excuse me, their buddy, and God is not our buddy. He's high and lifted up. 
Hebrews 6.10, it says, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have showed toward his name, and that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. <clears throat> you know, when this woman, she'd been off down there in the land of Palestine for seven years. Seven. But can I tell you, God hadn't forgot about her. Can I tell you today, folks, listen, God, God hasn't forgotten about you. Do you ever get in a place or you go through a dry spell, so to speak, and you think sometimes, listen, has God forgot about me? Come on, I mean, let's be honest. Have we ever thought? Absolutely we have. We think, Lord, I'm telling you, this, is a, a, this has really been a rough stretch. I could use a little relief here. Come on, amen. Uh, listen, we've all been there, but listen, I want you to understand something. God has not forgotten about you, and he definitely has not forgotten about this woman. She has been down there for seven years, but watch this. Payday is about to come. Yep. You see, God has taken care of her down there in, the, in enemy territory. He's taken, her, uh, taken care of her in the land of the Philistines. It's not always pleasant to be behind enemy lines. So it's, not, it's not a pleasant thing to be uh, in this old world. Come on, y'all still here. Uh, but I'm telling you, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. But I can tell you, listen, a payday is about to come, just, for, just like it is for this Shunammite woman. I want you to see this. You see, God has taken care of her down there, but payday is on the way. And you can understand, church, this morning that payday, the real reward, watch, it doesn't happen until you get home. This woman's been down in the enemy territory for seven years, but she's headed home. She's told her family, listen, seven years is up. We're headed to the house. And you know what happens when she gets home? Payday. Yep. I mean, there she is, banging on the door. I don't think she was, you know, uh, uh, Miss Callie, she wasn't hitting on the door good enough. I would imagine after, being, after walking all that way with her family and she's there to get her house, you know, we talked about her being persistent. I think she's out there going, hey! King, hey, king, king, is there anybody in there? I think she's serious. You know, when you're serious about something, uh, you want to get across to somebody. Hey, man, you don't come up like a little flute or something, you know, king, hey. You know, sometimes I think we do that when we're out knocking doors. Oh, they're not home. You know, I heard somebody say the other day that, <clears throat> that a preacher said, you know, when we're, we are fishers of men, but it's like the guy that was out sitting on the bank, he was fishing, had his pole out there, and, and uh, a guy walked up and said, hey, you catching anything? And the guy went, uh, no, not really, he said, but, <clears throat> but I really, I, I'm really not interested in catching anything because if I catch something, it turns into work. And sometimes I think when we go out knocking doors, we're, we're the same way. We're, we're, we're worried that we, if we catch something, it's going to turn into work. Amen, come on. Uh, listen, because you've got to start telling them about Christ. You've got to start discipling them. you start to start helping them and, uh, to have a relationship with God. And you, Listen, I'm telling you, uh, to, to helping people today to have a relationship with God turns into work sometimes. Listen, you can't have a relationship with God just by accident. Well, here's this woman. She's out there banging on the door uh, because she, she needs something. 
Payday's about to come. Look in verse 5. There she's knocking on the palace door, and Gehazi's talking to the king. The door is open, and she's ushered in. And verse 5 says, And it came to pass, as, uh, as he was uh, telling the king <coughs> how he, or Elijah, had restored a, a dead body to life, that, Behold, the woman whose son he had restored to life cried to the king for her house and for her land. Listen, she's coming in the door. She's, I think as soon as she came in, the king is sitting over here, and she's, you know, banging on the door, and then it's like, King, 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 can I get my land back? I'm just back from Palestine, and I've been down there seven years. Can I get my She is on the roll. I mean, she's on the ball. She's not wasting any time. Why? Because she needs something. So there she comes to the king, and, and, and Gehazi recognizes her. And that's her, look, that's, that's right, her, in the flesh. I, you know, have you ever, has God ever blessed you somehow, and, and, and you just kind of, I mean, I don't know how that happened, you know. I mean, uh, um, you know, I, I would imagine that, that this is kind of, it's like it's unbelievable. You know, we serve an unbelievable God in a sense. Listen, he is almighty, and, and he wants to do for us the, the impossible. Why do we always, why do we want to limit him and just ask him? I was teaching our class this morning about prayer. Listen, it's okay to ask God for stuff. It's okay, according to his will. I, I still remember when Sherry and I, our first house, we went to pastor there in a fellowship in, uh, in, in Pampa, and, and we were we were praying for a house, and, you know, we'd never owned a house before. Uh, but, the, you know, I, we, I told her, I said, let's just start praying and asking God for something. And, and so we started praying. I said, well, hon, I'd like to have a house on a corner. You know, because you're on a corner. No neighbors on that side. Quieter. Amen. And I said, not only that, but I'd like to have it bricked. Oh, ain't that self? No, that's not. I'm not talking about uh, asking for something selfish. But God said he'd give you the desires of your heart according to his will. And she said, well, I'd like to have a sewing room. Okay. We put that down. And then I said, well, I'd kind of like to have a, a, a detached double car garage. And we started praying. And it had been a couple of months. We were driving around, and we saw a sign that said for sale by owner. And she said, well, can, let's call them. Maybe they'll let us look. I don't know. Same way we, same way we got our house here in Carrollton. Listen, <clears throat> why do we limit God? My first, th- my first thing out of my mouth then and, and here in Carrollton is like, we can't afford that. And I said, and I'm not going to ask church about it either. Well, can we just look? Yeah, okay. We're just going to look, though. <clears throat> Whatever you do, <clears throat> don't trust God for it. That's too much. Don't ask God about that. You know, we don't want to <clears throat> We don't want to put any pressure on him. Are y'all still with me? So we went in and looked. Man, had a sewing room. I'd been praying for a fireplace. Man, I, I made a list. It was everything that I'd been praying for. And you know, and then long about December, we started, we, we went ahead and pursued it. 
and and in about December, I believe it was, I, we we hadn't signed the papers. We'd been to the bank, all this stuff. And uh, the owner, we was at the house one day looking through the window. You know, we're looking. And, and <clears throat> you know, I mean, we're we're still dreaming, you know. Lord, Lord, I know you probably don't want to let us have anything like this. But, you know, just in case you do, you, you follow me? You know, Lord, I know this is probably taxing you a little bit. And I don't want to. Listen, God. Let's just go ahead and, and ask. Let's don't put don't do that to God. He knows your heart. If it, and we're standing in there, we're looking in the window, and the owner drives by. Gehazi talking to the king, the woman knocking on the door. You still with me? Listen, and the owner drives by, and he sees us out there, and he goes, you know, I saw y'all here. And he said, uh, we, we've been, me and my wife have been talking. We know that the church has been looking. Everything seems to be going well. Uh, if you want to go ahead and move in, here's the key. Nah, we don't want to do that. No, we took the key. And we moved our beds in that night. Yeah, and had Christmas in that house. Hadn't even signed the papers. You know, we serve an awesome God. Yeah. Here's this woman. She's banging on the door. And she wants something from the king. And, uh, you know, she's, you know, made a 20-mile trek. Just at, the, just at the time Gehazi is there. And, and she probably says something like, you know, king, I've been down there in the land of the Philistines for seven years. And I just got back. And I'm here to ask you to please let me have my house and my land back. You understand today that um, we, when it comes to the things of God, we need to make certain today that, that we pray with the right heart. And I think this woman is sincere. Look in verse 6. She, she tells the king what went on. Probably Gehazi just stepped back and, and you know, and, and she's going, yeah, King, it's just exactly like he said. My son died. Elisha raised him back. He sent. He told me the famine was coming. It happened just like he said. We're down there seven years to the day. We traveled back, and, and I'm here. I know my, my property and my land, is <clears throat> you, that you've got it back. And, and she's telling the king all this. But I want, if, in, if you look in verse 6, notice how the king took care of her. He, the Bible says he appointed a certain officer, not just anybody, not just anybody's going to watch over her, but a hand-picked officer of the court. The king told this certain officer <clears throat> to restore, watch, all that was hers and all the fruits of the field since the day that she left the land, even until now. Listen, let me ask you something. Does it pay to be faithful? Does it pay to be obedient to God? Does it pay to serve God and do those little extra things? Listen, there's a lot of people today, a lot of Christians who have given up, listen, on God. I've had people say, well, preacher, it just don't work for me. In fact, there's a lot of Christians who are, are saying that, you know, they, they think that there's really no use to serve God. They stay on the edge of the world and on the edge of getting in. They never really give themselves to serving God. But folks, 
folks, listen, this lady, she was in all the way from the very get-go. She had heard from God. She followed God, and now she's about to be rewarded by God. And there will always be those today, though, who will listen uh, to the whispers of Satan when, when things start going bad. And he'll start saying, listen, this is a reward you get uh, for being faithful. This is what happens when you give a little extra. No, wait a minute. It pays to serve God. And this woman, a payday is about to come. Listen, let me show you. Look in verse 6 again. I want to show you four ways that it pays to serve God. Now watch this. We've been four weeks up till now, and I've got about five minutes to get through this. I want you to stay with me, all right? Because I'm not going to take it to another Sunday. Number one, it pays off to serve God. It pays off in time. My dad always told me, he said, boy, listen, I, the eagle flies on Sunday. Y'all ever heard that? Anybody never heard that? Anybody never? In other words, payday's on Sunday. The eagle flies, the dollar bill. I mean, the payday's coming. Listen, folks, God's payday's not every Friday. Listen, it's not even every Sunday. But God is a sure paymaster. Amen. Listen, and payday is on its way. And it pays off in time to serve God. <clears throat> but you have to stay the course. You have to stay steadfast, unmovable. Uh, listen, but it pays God, uh, off in time to serve God. First Samuel 2.30, it says, Them that honor me I will honor, and they that despise me shall lightly be esteemed. It pays off in time to serve God. Listen, some think that God has bad timing. Some think that God's timing is just, you know, it's just bad. In fact, if you look in John chapter 11, uh, you read of how Mary and Martha felt uh, when it came to Lazarus. You remember Lazarus got sick, uh, and, and so they sent for the Lord, but he didn't come uh, at their appointed time. Uh, they had all these desires, all these thoughts that the Lord would come and take care of, uh, of Lazarus, uh, and, and he'd make everything all right. But when he didn't come, it broke their heart. And watch this, if you look in John chapter 11 and verse 21, you notice that, that Martha here shows more faith than Mary. And Mary is supposed to be the spiritual one. It says in verse 21, I, I, I never thought read this, but I want you to see this. It, it says that in verse 21, it said, Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. Listen, wait a minute, but, uh, but where's Mary? Well, look in verse 20. Martha's out there talking to the Lord. The Lord has come. Mary's back in the house. She don't come out. You know why she don't come out? She's aggravated. She's mad. She got a bad attitude. God, the Lord didn't come when, when, she, thought that, uh, that when he, she thought he ought to come. And, and Lazarus had died, so she's mad, and she just stays in the house. Well, I'm not even going out there. You know, if, if the Lord had come, Lazarus wouldn't even died, and everything would be okay. So I'm just staying in the house. I'm not going to church Sunday. Preacher said something last week that I, did, I just didn't agree with. I'm just going to stay in the house. Are y'all still here? Say amen. Yeah. God just hadn't been helping me like I thought. No, we got to get an attitude. Go see what the preacher wants. Answer the phone. It's the preacher. I don't want to talk to him. Yeah, Mary's back in the house. She's mad. And then Martha again says, Lord, I'm glad you're here. 
really? Is she really glad? But then she says, I'm paraphrasing, but Lord, I'm glad you're here, but you're four days late. Yeah, you're late. Wait a minute. Listen, uh, let me ask you a question. Would it have brought more glory to the Lord by healing Lazarus of being sick? Or would it have brought more glory to him by raising him from the dead? Yeah. Regardless of what we might think uh, or what our desire is for God to do for us, God's never late. Never. It pays to serve God. It pays in time. It may not be our time, but it'll pay. I'm telling you, if you'll just stay, this Shunammite woman, think about it. She's been seven years off down here. Do you think that she ever started having doubts? Probably. She's still human. Man, man, Lord, it's been three and a half years. Is this, is this, I know you said seven years, but uh, I didn't know what to expect. And it's been a little tight. You know, we, <clears throat> all we have is this to eat. All we have is this, Lord. And, but you know what? God still sustained her. And she still kept her faith intact. But listen, but watch, but she's not home yet. And that next, the second way it pays, it pays off in truth. The Shunammite woman honored God and God's man, and, and she got some inside information about this famine. <clears throat> Think about this. Over the years of our salvation, hasn't God shown some light to us and, and put shined a little light on our path and opened up to us the precious truths of the Word of Almighty God? Hasn't the Holy Spirit of God come to you at times and said, Listen, it, it'll be okay, but don't do that. Listen, it'll be all right, but don't get involved in that. Listen, the truth of the Word of God begins to shine in our hearts through the Spirit of God, and, and He begins to direct us. Listen, He said He would lead us and guide us into all truth. And listen, if we'll just stay the course, it will pay off in truth if we just honor Him. Amen. It pays off in trust. The Shunammite woman lived for God, served Him faithfully and uh, before her family. Um, and I and no doubt that listen think about this uh, that Satan and all of his minions tried to sway her. Listen, two years in, three years, four years, old devil comes in and begins to tell her, listen, I, you know, I know you, I know the man of God said to come, you know, to leave, leave your house and all that, but this is really ridiculous. You know, I mean, come on, where's God? You know, I mean, it, it really, I mean, you, you had a good, you'd have probably, you'd, at least you'd still have your house and your, you know, your property, maybe starving to death, but at least you'd have it. You know, I mean, but really, you know, why'd you listen to him anyway? And the devil tries to sway her, and she said, no, I'm, I'm going to trust him. Listen, we need to be steadfast, unmovable. Churches today are... Uh, and, and this church, we need some members to have the kind of faithfulness and determination that this Shunammite woman had. This Shunammite woman was faithful to trust God, and she sojourned down there in the enemy territory with her household. And, and listen, and they followed her. Why, why would her household do that? Why would they follow her? One, one word, she was faithful. Faithful. They followed. Seven years. Your mom and dads, listen, let me encourage you today. You trust God, it pays off. Listen, if we'll just trust Him, it pays. 
You may get a little tough. There's no such thing as an easy button that we can punch when things, listen, no, you just trust God when you don't know what to do or where you're headed. You just trust God when you're not sure about the path you're on. You just trust His Word. Just stay in the book. Stay prayed up. Listen, you just trust Him. This Shunammite woman, she trusted God. She wasn't going to let anything deter her. All she knew was, listen, uh, the holy man of God said, and and he's got a direct uh, line with God himself. And and so I'm just going to trust. Listen, I want you to understand something. We have a direct line with God today through the Holy Spirit of God and his word. And all we have to do is just trust God, period. It pays off in trust. Um, Let me me keep going. Last thing, I've got to hurry. It pays off in time, it pays off in truth, it pays off in trust, and it pays off in testimony. I believe while the Shunammite woman was down there in the land of the Philistines, I think she was bold uh, about, uh, about the God of Israel and, and the God of Elisha and, and, you know, and the God that raised her son from the dead. I don't think she was timid about it. I think she had had a testimony, and people knew her, and I think they knew who she was and where she was from. And, 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 and listen, and even when she testified there, now watch this, now she gets to testify in front of a king. Luke 16, it tells us, he that's faithful in the least is also faithful in the much. But listen, if God's going to trust you and faithful in the much, listen, there, you're going to have to be faithful down there in the land of the Philistines. Listen, you're going to have to be when the famine is there and you're having to deal with the famine. And listen, I'm telling you, you're going to have to be faithful when the famine is there. Because listen, if you're not faithful there, listen, God's not going to allow you to be faithful in the much. We've got to learn to take care of what God's done for us and be faithful in what he's given us today. This woman's faithful. She testified to those in the land of the Philistines. So now God's going to allow her to testify before a king. Listen. And then it pays off in things. Now look in verse 6. Whatever you do, and I've skipped over a bunch because I want to get through. Uh, Whatever you do, don't leave here. And, and hang your hat on this one point and say, well, oh, Brother White, he's, he's preaching a prosperity gospel. If, if we just do this and this, then, you know, <clears throat> and then God's going to bless us with things. Now, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm telling you, it will pay off in things. God does bless us and supplies all of all our need according to His riches and glory. And so, and if you go back to Second Kings chapter eight and verse six, again you find uh, when this woman asked for her house, the king went back seven years. Seven years and restored uh, to this woman, uh, uh, listen, everything that she asked for, and this, and, and then some. She got back pay. Amen. Seven years back pay. Now watch, this is what I I think is neat. Where do you think that everything came from? Do you think they they stored everything that came off of her land in her barn? Absolutely not. It belonged to the king. Listen, I I believe that everything that that they gave her back paying, I believe it came out of the king's treasury. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I want you to understand something. One of these days, it could be today, the trump of God's going to sound, and there's going to be a reward. And you know where the reward's coming from? Right out of the king's treasury. Oh, man. Listen, I didn't do it. 
It didn't come off of something that came out of this dirt. It came from the fingertips of Almighty God. Yeah. But folks, listen, we're not home yet. This Shunammite woman, she went through all this stuff. But she didn't get a reward until she got home. You know, there's a lot of people today, family, friends, that have gone on before us. And they're waiting just like we are. They haven't got their reward yet. Listen, but one of these days we're going to receive it. But it's not until we get home. One of these days we're going to stand at the Bema Seat of Christ. And the reward day's coming. And we're going to be rewarded out of the things that we've done in this life. You, listen, this Shunammite woman re was rewarded because of her past. She was faithful. She was obedient. She had a testimony for God. She was persistent. Listen, and God rewarded her because of that. Let me ask something. Does it pay to serve God? Absolutely. Will it pay today? Yep. It, but it's really going to pay when we get home. I'm not home yet. I live at F 2651 FM 981, Leonard, Texas. But that's not my home. That's my house. That's where I lay down. That's where I go to sleep some nights. But I want you to know something. My home is in heaven. And the reason it's there is because the Lord has written my name down in the Lamb's book of life. I believe it's written in the blood of my Savior, Jesus Christ. Nothing can take it out. Nothing can erase it. It's there. And one of these days, God's going to say, come up hither. And we're going home. And, it, and payday's coming. Does it pay? Absolutely. So I'm going to stay the course. Let me ask you something. Where are you at today? Have there been times when you thought about stopping? Don't stop. Can you imagine the Shunammite woman on her way home? I would imagine she got tired. <clears throat> Took her a couple of days to travel 20 miles. I imagine her feet hurt. The, the, I, the, I, wouldn't, I would even imagine that probably some of those that were, that were traveling with her were going, can we just stop? Oh, no. We're headed home. We ain't stopping. I'm going to go see the king. We're getting our stuff back. Amen. <laughs> listen, she cried unto the king. She said, I'm getting, listen, can I tell you this morning, stay the course. Be steadfast because one day we're getting our reward from heaven. But you got to stay in there. Don't quit. I, I don't know how to encourage you today not to quit. It pays to serve God. It'll pay in time. Uh, I've waited a long time. My mom and dad went home to be with the Lord. And, and listen, they, part of their reward is being in heaven right now. But there's still another payday coming. Boy, listen, marriage supper of the Lamb. Oh, my word. What a day. And the Lord himself is going to serve us. Why would he do that? I don't know. All I know is he loves us. And he loves you. Don't listen to the devil. He'll make you quit. He'll try to get you to quit, stop, slow down. Don't do it. He's a liar and a thief. Stay with it. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For we know that our, work, our labor is not in vain in the Lord. Father, help us today. God, I pray that you'll bless. <coughs> Lord, I ask you this morning to help us understand what's going on. Lord, this Shunammite woman went through a lot, but now she's home. And her reward came right out of the king's treasury. 
Lord, I, I, that's where our reward's coming, coming from the fingertips of Almighty God. And I pray, dear Lord, today, God, that you'd please help us, Father, to stay the course. Help us to understand, God, that it pays in time. Lord, it, that we're not home yet, but we're headed there. I believe we're close, Father, and I pray that we'll just, uh, Lord, that we'll just stay on our path and we'll come straight to the King. And God, that you'll take care of us. It pays in testimony. It pays in truth. <clears throat> God, it pays in things. So, Lord, I pray, God, today, whatever the need might be, maybe there's somebody here that's, Lord, just on the edge. I pray, God, they'll get in and serve you. Maybe there's somebody here that's not saved. God, please help them to come and trust Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. But, God, whatever the need is this morning, I pray, God, that you'd help us. Give this invitation, Lord, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. While we stand, <clears throat> while Brother Mark leaves us in.